Hello and welcome to Troy's Take Sports Podcast brought to you by Troy himself. Whoever you are, wherever you are, and whatever you are doing, thank you for making me a part of your day. Today I will be discussing Rams at Packers, divisional playoff game, Saturday, 3.35 Central Time. We have the LA Rams in the number one defense traveling to Lambeau to take on Green Bay in the number one offense. How is this game going to play out? Let me tell you. I have studied this game like no other game. I feel very confident about my preview, prediction, the outcome, the way it's going to play out. I feel more confident about this game than I have felt about any game in my life. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to I'm going to lay it all out there for you. I'm going to tell you and you'll be like, you know what? If you're a Rams fan, you're going to say, damn it, this guy's all over it. If you're a Packers fan, you're going to say, man, this guy gives me some confidence. I love it. So I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to hit you right away with the big cheese. Packers are winning 31-24 to over the Rams. It's going to be one of them games that you, you can't leave the couch for. You're watching. You, you got to wait for a commercial. You got to wait for halftime. You don't want to leave the couch. You don't want to miss it, okay? 31-24 Packers. It's going to play out that way. Aaron Jones is going to be the player of the game. He's going to have over 160 all-purpose yards. I'm going to go with three touchdowns, maybe more, maybe less. I'm going to go with three. That's a sweet spot for me. He's going to do it all. He's going to catch balls out of the backfield. He's going to run it. If the Packers are successful, Aaron Jones or one of the running backs, or collectively, they have to have a big game. they got to provide balance. Rodgers will do his thing. He'll have a couple touchdowns through the air. He'll have over a couple hundred yards passing. But you got to have balance. That opens up the play action. That is what is going to help the Packers beat the Rams the balance, the play action the Rams are not very good against play action passing this year, if you look up the stats, the Packers are the best in the league at play action passing, so that's going to be a key stat to look for, the run game is going to set up the play action, and if the run game gets started for the Packers so long LA you're going to be uh, getting ready for next year but I'm going to break this down. You guys are already thinking you're like, 31 points. How are the Packers going to score 31 points on the number one scoring defense of the Rams? This is how. The Rams have a very good defense. They have a couple generational talents with Ramsey and Donald. Very good players. Uh, great sorting, great supporting cast around them. Brockers, John Johnson, Darius Williams, Troy Hill plays well. They have they have really nice pieces. However, they have played about nine games against very weak offensive competition. Let me start out by saying they played the NFC East, the worst division in all of football. You have the Cowboys, you have the Washington football team, the team that doesn't even have a name. You have the Eagles. You have the Giants. Giants, Daniel Jones, hobbled, 
for a good part of the year. Saquon Barkley out. Washington football team had their coach undergoing chemotherapy. Had a quarterback carousel. Alex Smith, Dwayne Haskins, Taylor Heineke. Another quarterback carousel in Philly. Carson Wentz lost his job. Jalen Hurts is playing. Last game of the year, they bring in Nate Sudfeld. Dougie P is out of a job. You got the Dallas Cowboys. Mike McCarthy, first year as their head coach. Their offense and defense just the entire year didn't look very strong. So I don't have to say much more, but those are four games where the Rams defense plays a very lackluster offensive attack. Then you look at the other division, probably the second worst division in football would be the AFC East as far as offensive talent goes. That's obviously excluding Buffalo. Buffalo has firepower. They have a very good team. But you look at the other teams in the division, you got Miami with Tua. They The Rams played them. Not much firepower there. I want to say Tua threw for under 100 yards collectively rushing. They probably had around 70 total yards. Not not very impressive. Uh, then you also take a look at another team in the division, the Jets. They're going to be picking second in this year's NFL draft. Nothing to get too excited about there offensively. You take a look also at New England. The Patriots weren't the Patriots this year. Completely different year for them. They're in a rebuild. Their offense looks absolutely pathetic, especially towards the last half of the season. Right there, I gave you seven offensive opponents that aren't very impressive. Pretty lackluster. Let me dive in to the division. You got the 49ers this year hit by COVID. They got the injury bug just terribly. I mean, that... The ambulance was, like, living at their stadium. So not a very good offense. They had a quarterback carousel of their own. They had Bethard, Mullins, Garoppolo. Rams played them twice. Rams got swept by them. They they lost both games. San Fran this year, not very offensively talented, but not, not completely the 49ers' fault either. And not the Rams' fault. They play who's on the schedule, and... They held those teams to a low score, as they should. Uh, however, Miami scored 28 on them. Didn't have an offensive explosion. Like I said, Tua, you know, had 100 yards, not even, passing. They they didn't have a good offensive game. Uh, so, I mean, the Rams can be scored on. You look at it, Arizona dropped 28 on them. Buffalo dropped 35 on them. I already mentioned Miami with 28 You can score on the Rams. You just, uh, you got to have balance, I guess. You got to, I don't know. Teams are scoring on the Rams. So let's just erase the notion that you can't score on them. The Packers are going to be the most balanced and most potent team that they have played the entire season You have a three-headed running attack with Jones, Williams, and Dillon. You have Aaron Rodgers, who's going to be the MVP of the league. 48 touchdowns, five picks. Him and LaFleur are gelling as good as I have seen any team ever gel. It feels like every play call is perfect. 
and any adjustment at the line Rodgers makes is perfect as well. This team just feels as if they get the ball, whatever possession they have, they're going to score a touchdown with it. So historically speaking, the Packers have the best red zone offense, I think, in the history of the NFL. They're scoring. They get in the red zone, they score touchdowns. They don't do field goals. They don't turn the ball over. It's touchdown or bust for them in the red zone, and they, they cash in. You take a look at the Rams' defense, I think I think the balance of the Packers' offense with the run game, play action, I think that's going to be a little bit too much for them. You take somebody like Aaron Rodgers, who is so savvy, he's seen it all. He's really confident this year. He's mentioned that he looked back at old footage from his Super Bowl year. Uh, he j- He's just playing out of his mind, and... This is a different Packer team from any Packer team I've ever seen, and I've watched the Packers religiously since, oh, geez, uh, Favre days. And Rodgers' snaps, I've probably watched about 95% of his career snaps, and that might be even a low number. I've watched nothing but nonstop Packers and obviously follow the rest of the NFL, but this is a different beast different beasts this year they got home field if this game was in LA maybe I give the Rams a little bit more of an edge but you have Jared Goff with a fractured thumb throwing hand this isn't like his not throwing hand like his you know this is his right thumb fractured trying to grip a ball that is going to be in cold weather Lambo that's hard that has a little slick to it and it's rumored that he is practicing this week with gloves on and off. That shows you that Jared Goff is not confident in gripping the football or throwing the football. If he can't grip it and rip it, Goff is a very talented thrower. He he can make some beautiful passes, but if he can't, he's going to need to do that in order to win the game. And if he can't make those critical throws, the Rams aren't winning this game. I, I can make a case. I'm leaning towards that it's not competitive more than the Rams having a chance to win just because of the offensive uncertainty. Cam Akers, beastly game against the Seahawks, but Seattle's got a bad defense. Like, Seattle doesn't have a great defense. Packers, their defense, I can make the case, has really improved and is very opportunistic this year. They've shown a level of physicality playing Derrick Henry that I didn't see the entire year last year. And they look as if they, they're they hungry. They look a little hungrier to me uh, than the Rams do. And I, I just am concerned about the Rams' offense not being able to put up points at the defense, I believe, for the Rams will slow down the Packers, but not enough to compensate for the Rams' deficiency as far as scoring goes. I, I don't think the Rams can keep up or make the critical plays they need to. They'll they'll need to be able to run the ball like the 49ers did in the playoffs last year against the Packers, and that's not going to happen. So with that said, 31-24, I think this game could definitely I think I have the prediction closer than it might even be I think this game could get out of hand and be I think it could be a 
31-17 or a 38-24. I think it could be a double-digit game for Green Bay this week. I just feel confident that, see, the Packers, obviously you look at the matchups. Ramsey, the big concern for a lot of people this week is Ramsey versus Devontae. Ramsey has shut down Stephon Diggs, uh, DK Metcalf, Mike Evans, tons of big-name receivers. He, he is a lockdown corner, the best in the league generational talent going up against Devontae a lot of people are like oh if you know Devontae gets taken away how's the Packers offense gonna look well let me tell you worst case scenario Devontae gets taken away doesn't maybe gets like two catches in the game completely shut down by Ramsey we've seen Devontae not play games before against the Saints earlier this season the Packers dropped 37 Lazard had a big game Valdez Scantling had a pretty good game. Tanyan had a big game. Aaron Jones had a big game. The Packers aren't dependent solely on Devontae Adams. I know if you look at the numbers and targets and receptions, it's Devontae and then everybody else. Like everybody else is just so far behind him. But when they have been forced to play without Devontae or not be able to feed him as much as they want to, they still can put up a flurry of points in no time. They've done it with Chicago. They put up a lot of points against them when Devontae was getting doubled. They've done it against, uh, like I mentioned, the Saints when Devontae wasn't available. This is worst-case scenario that Devontae gets shut down. What I think will happen will be what you see most every game with Green Bay. Devontae is constantly in motion. He's in the slot. He's outside. They line him up everywhere. From what I've seen of Jalen, he doesn't play a lot of slot, and I think if you're motioning Adams, he's not necessarily going to follow him. I think if you put him on Jalen's side of the field, obviously they'll match up, but I think there's going to be a good percentage of the snaps, maybe 50% of Devontae's snaps uh, that are not lined up with Jalen. That means, well, for Devontae, I think Devontae's going to have a decent game. I think he'll contribute. I'm going to go seven-plus catches, 85 yards, and a touchdown. He will contribute enough to help win the game. And I give that credit to not only Devontae, but Lafleur's play calling and putting him in a position to be successful. And obviously you have Aaron Rodgers, who is dealing like I've never seen before. He there's no there's no defense for the perfect pass is what you hear in Rodgers all year. If there's a slight sliver, he can fit that ball to Devontae. He can fit it to anyone. I think you're gonna I think you're gonna see the Packers offense still look strong. You're gonna see, I think, the defense be very opportunistic. They're gonna create turnovers on Goff and the Rams offense. They're going to put pressure on him. Zadarius Smith, I think, will have a decent game. I think Rashawn Geary could have a pretty good game. And the corners match up well with the Rams. You have Jair on cup, or Jair can cover Robert Woods. You have Kevin King. I think he, he's really improved this year, and he can he can hang with a Robert Woods or definitely a Reynolds Adrian Amos has been flying. Savage has been all over the place. The Packers 
I think a seven-point game is being very generous. I think I could see this game getting out of hand. I think I could see double digits. Aaron Donald is a force. You have Aaron Donald, generational talent, going up against the Packers O-line that's ranked number two in the league. Yes, they lost Bakhtiari, but I've seen them, without Bakhtiari this year, play well. I've seen that unit, I've seen them mix and match players on that offensive line all season. And Rodgers has been sacked the least of his career. He hasn't been on the injury report one time. So that's a credit to the offensive line, a credit to the play calling, and a credit to Rodgers because he's been getting the ball out pretty fast. So I'm not overly concerned about Aaron Donald. He's going he's gonna to make some plays. I wouldn't be surprised if he has a sack. He could get a forced fumble. But his, his impact isn't going to be as big as we think. He is going against a very good offensive line. Elton Jenkins could have been a first-team All-Pro. He was overlooked. He is snubbed. He is a damn good offensive lineman. You pair him up with Corey Lindsley, who did get a first-team All-Pro nod. That's not easy. And Aaron Donald, obviously, coming off a rib cartilage tear. He is a very twitchy, fast and strong defensive lineman. You watch him. He's got a lot of his hands are very active. He's constantly getting in the hand fighting and just blowing by offensive linemen. But what happens when you get a rib injury like that is those twitches hurt a little bit more. Trying to get past double teams doesn't feel as good. I think he's still going to be at 80-90%, which is better than probably the entire league still. But it's going to slow him down a little bit. I think the player to watch on the Rams' defense is going to be Leonard Floyd. I think Leonard Floyd could have a three-sack game. He could have a force fumble. He could really wreak some havoc because of what Aaron Donald does as far as drawing attention to him and leaving Floyd in one-on-one situations. So I could see Floyd and John Johnson probably having good games. John Johnson, maybe a lot of tackles, maybe a tipped interception, or maybe uh, fumble recovery, something along those lines. But in all reality, I see the Packers winning this game. I'm going to go 31-24. Too much firepower. The Packers against top defenses this year have really put up points. The Bears, they put up... 35 and 41 on the bears have a solid defense like very good defense khalil mack akeem hicks eddie jackson roquan smith fuller i mean they got a lot of players danny trevathan robert quinn didn't have a great year but he's still a good player so you look at that alone i mean they're a good defense you look at indy 31 on indy they they put up indy had a really good defense You look at the Saints, 37 points on the Saints. They didn't have Devontae. They put up 37. Five of the eight home games for the Packers this year, they've scored 30 or more. And of those five, they put up 40 points three times. I I just don't see the Rams holding them. And it's not the Rams' defense that I'm blaming and saying that they're the bad part. I think that the Rams' offense is going to get some three and outs, some turnovers. They're going to put a big strain on the Rams' defense, and the Rams' defense is going to get worn out. Aaron Rodgers is going to 
he's going to figure out your defense. They're number one. He is so cerebral and smart at getting his team in the right play. And they have talent. They have real talent. Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, Bobby Tanyan, A.J. Dillon, Jamal Williams. They got a lot of talent. That's what it is. 31-24, worst-case scenario. Like I said, I would not be surprised if this game gets out of hand and it could get out of hand early. If this game gets out of hand early, the Rams won't recover because you cannot give the Packers a lead to start. And if you do, uh, you might as well, if you're a Rams fan, just start looking forward to next year and hope nobody gets hurt. But all in all, I got a couple best friends that are Rams fans. Obviously, I'm a diehard, diehard Packers fan. I wish both teams nothing but good health, good luck. I think it'll be a fun game to watch, but like I said, a lot is being blown out of proportion. A lot of people I see are picking the Rams. I think that's ill-advised. I, you, I don't trust Jared Goff to beat Aaron Rodgers and Lambeau. That's what it comes down to. Can he make enough plays to win them the game? I don't think so. That's all I got, you guys. I'll give you some analysis uh, after the game, and we'll we'll take a look at it. I think it's Packers win. Take care.